Welcome to Real News on Real Estate. I am your host, Milton Figueroa. It is such a great day to be podcasting. Thank you for being part of our audience. Today, we're talking about why protecting your credit score is important in uncertain times. And wow, uncertain times are we living? Yes, yes, we are. For context, I am recording this show on May the 5th of 2020, Cinco de Mayo. And this is the first time in a long time that Cinco de Mayo coincides with Taco Tuesday. But, you know, it took a virus named Corona to uh, shatter our dreams of a big party today. Um, yeah, I know, that's a meme. Everybody has used it before, but I had to bring it in just to give you some context of what's going on in these uncertain times. What exactly is real news on real estate? Well, this is a space where we discuss, sometimes with a little bit of humor, what's going on in the housing market, the news that matters in residential real estate. And who am I? Well, I am Milton, Milton the Realtor, or as my kids know me, Datto, Milton Figueroa. I am a realtor and broker associate with Deconova International Realty in Orlando, helping families achieve their home ownership goals here in my market, Central Florida, Orlando. And this show is for buyers and sellers of real estate that want to be up to date with the market, and also for real estate professionals, the thousands of excellent real estate professionals that go to work every day to help their clients achieve their home ownership dreams. For you, if you're a buyer, listen, I have great news for you. If you're thinking of selling, I also have good info for you. And if you're a real estate professional outside the Orlando area, you need help with clients moving uh, to, to this uh, market, definitely. I'll be happy to help, collaborate, work together, and help you with your referrals. want to start a show with a quote from an English poet, scholar, and soldier from the 1500s, Philip Sidney, who once said, either I will find a way or I will make one. And I think those words apply to what we're talking about uh, today, uh, about protecting your credit score, because there are so many things you can do to protect your credit score. So, you know what? You will find a way or you will make one to make it happen. Um, credit is extremely important in these uncertain times. I have discussed uh, this issue with many clients who want to purchase not just homes, but people that are thinking about new businesses and people who need to make certain investments. Uncertain times are ripe for disruption. So if you have new business ideas, this is a great time to bring them to the table and make them happen. It's also uh, today, it's a great time to purchase a home because interest rates are really, really low. So low that you actually have to bend over to get them. Okay. And definitely, definitely, it is a great opportunity for those who can. Because I know that many families have been impacted by the uncertainty surrounding the COVID-19 uh, crisis. So definitely, there is a group of people that will have to wait, people that wanted to become homeowners, become business owners, people that wanted to buy a car 
Well, because of COVID-19, some of you will have to wait a couple months to see the markets stabilize, to see you back at your job, uh, to, to see you have a little bit more confidence in what's going around uh, in, in your life, your business, and, and everything else. Uh, for those that can, for those that are still working, for those that actually are working even harder now, right? Uh, first responders, for example, they, they, they come to mind. Um, for, for those of you that are still working and for those of you that can, this is a great time to get into those, those investments. Now, why is it important to protect that credit score? It is very important because when you start a business or you buy a home, you need financing. And lenders are increasing their credit requirements. I don't know if you heard my last episode uh, and, and there was a comment uh, I made. Uh, certainly uncertainty. It didn't sound right, but it describes what's going on. Certainly uncertainty. Lenders, they don't like it. They don't like that uncertainty surrounding the economy. Uh, in times of crisis, typically lenders, those banks will tighten requirements. So that's why you have seen banks come out and say, I'm not lending to you unless you have 700 points of, of credit score, or I'm not lending to you unless you have 20% down. And I'm talking about mortgages. Uh, one, one of the major banks uh, did that a few weeks ago. And while I expect, uh, because this is a pendulum, you know, it goes one way and then goes uh, the, the other way. Uh, while I expect that as we get some more clarity about the economy and about COVID-19, those requirements will, will come back to what they were before. Well, right now, we are in an uncertain time. Uh, you know, when we have good times and the economy is rolling, credit is easy. Just go back to January and early February of this year. But in uncertain times or during bad times, well, not so much. Um, in, in these uncertain times, banks will, will want to lend only to uh, people that they regard as not having too much risk. So that's why credit is so important. And it's not just that number. You know, sometimes we become fixated uh, in, in that number, the, the credit score. And sometimes, you know, of course, we, we love to measure things. If you look at sports, if you look at baseball, a 300 uh, hitter is considered a very good hitter. Um, if, you, if you hit 40 home runs a year, <laughs> I do miss baseball. Man, I'm a baseball guy. I, I do miss it. But, but if, you, if you hit certain metrics, you are considered to be in good shape. Uh, credit is the same. If you have a certain number, you are considered to be a less risky uh, borrower for a bank. But you do not necessarily have to be fixated on that number as much as you should be fixated on the quality of your credit. So it's not just the score. There are other elements. The, the one that comes to mind is what we call DTI. And what is the DTI? Well, it's not, it's not a wrestling move. Um, I also like wrestling. Yeah, you probably know that by now. The, the DTI is a ratio uh, that is, you know, it compares someone's monthly debt payment to his or her monthly gross income. 
So, so you take the amount of your monthly debts, you divide that by your monthly gross income. That's your income before you take any deductions. So for mortgages, different loans may have a different DTI value. So FHA and conventional, they have different values. Conventional tends to be more restrictive. FHA goes a little bit beyond. And I have heard lenders say that the, the DTI uh, they're, they're, or the back ratio, some, some of them call it, it can go up to normally 55, 56%. Okay, so the total of your monthly debts, including your mortgage and including any car payments and, and any debts that appear on, uh, on your credit report, uh, child support, things like that. Um, typically, it can go up to 55% of, of your, and I, I shouldn't say typically, in some cases, let, let's use that term. In some cases, it can go up to 55% of your um, uh, gross income. But in these uncertain times, what we have seen is how lenders have said, you know what, we, we don't really like that number anymore. We don't really like that high DTI ratio. We're going to lower it. So what that means is even if you have a score that is stellar, you're very close to perfect scores. If, if your DTI is too high, you will not be able to get a loan. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm a realtor, I'm a real estate agent, so I'm coming at you from the standpoint of the housing market, but I know it also applies to other investments. So small business loans, for example, if you're planning on opening a new business, you came up with this great idea during the quarantine, you, you will have to take that into, into account uh, as well. So those DTIs may be coming down, right? So your total debt payment has to be lower than what it was two, three, four months ago in order to qualify for a loan and, and certainly get the best, the best rates. And that takes me to the next issue. You definitely want to get the best rates for your loan. Think about it. A, it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you can qualify for a loan if your credit is not very good, but you will probably have to pay higher interest rates than maybe, say, your neighbor uh, or your co-worker who has way better uh, credit than you. And that makes a difference. It, it causes an impact on how much money you end up paying on a monthly basis. So that will restrict that DTI that we just discussed, right? Not only that, but it will also restrict how much house you can buy. It will restrict your qualification. So a lower interest rate allows you to go up to a higher home price. If you have good credit and, and you can get the best interest rates available, then you should be able to buy a better home, right? With a better price and maybe the neighborhood that you're always dreaming of or the features that you have been dreaming of in, in your home. But if your credit is not that good, sure, you may still qualify for a loan, but it will be at a lower purchase price because your monthly 
payment is part of that DTI and, and, and of course that impacts your eligibility for a loan. I hope that hasn't been too complicated. But in any event, if you have questions, you can always reach out to me. We can just talk about it and look at those alternatives. And I think this is important for real estate professionals who listen to this show because this is info that you have to give your clients. As I always say concerning uh, uh, qualifications, you know, and real estate professionals know this, you do not show a home to someone unless that person has been pre-qualified by a good loan officer, especially in these times, right? With changing rules and uncertainty and all of that. So it is very important to you and to me and to the industry in general that we all understand those issues of DTI, those issues of interest rates. And as I said at the beginning of the show, interest rates are so low that you actually have to bend over to catch them. Um, so take advantage of that. Definitely take advantage uh, of, of the fact that you can enjoy historically low interest rates. Now, if you can't do it right now, maybe you wait a couple of months and maybe you work on your credit. Maybe, um, maybe you find a way. And that's something I wanted to, to talk to you. Those elements of credit and, and what things you can do to make it work. So that's coming right up. I'll take a quick break and I'll be back with you. Back, back, back. We are, yes, on real news on real estate. Remember, my friends, we can always be in touch in social media. I am on Facebook at facebook.com slash Milton the Realtor and facebook.com slash real news real estate. You can check my website at miltontherealtor.com and you can also contact me via my blog, the blog version of Real News on Real Estate. It is at figreal.blogspot.com and figreal is F-I-G-R-E-A-L. Plenty of info, discussion of what goes on in, in the housing industry, plenty of examples of success stories. Yes, my clients and other folks that I know that have become success stories in housing issues, becoming homeowners, completing that big circle, that big move, upgrading their living experience. And of course, you can always reach out on the phone. I am at 407-443-3833. This show, you can listen to it on your favorite podcasting app, including Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and plenty others. And by the way, if you listen on the Anchor app, you can always drop me a voice message that we can play on the show. Now, we need to talk about those elements of credit. I, I mentioned that before we went on the break, but if you think about your credit and you're not aware of this, um, you, you need to put some thought to it. A lot of people think that credit is just about paying your debts on time, and it is, it is a big element. Uh, it is a big part of your credit uh, profile, but Paying your debt on time is not the only thing. So if you pay your debt all the time on time, right? You pay your bills every month, just like mom and dad uh, told us to do when we were little, you will probably 
uh, have a good credit, but I have known many, many folks that they pay religiously on time and they're stuck in the low 600s. Why? Well, because they do not pay attention or they're not aware of how to better use their credit because payment history is a very important aspect, a very important element of your credit profile, but it's not the only one. So let's talk about them. Um, uh, we have about five major ingredients, five major elements that we need to talk about. Number one, of course, payment history. Yes, 35%, about 35% of your credit score is determined by your payment history. So the better your history is, the better your credit should look. Again, not the only ingredient, but definitely a very important one. So maybe you paid, uh, a, you forgot to pay a credit card on time one month. And when we look back at the last seven years, maybe you have one or maybe two late payments, but you have actually made every single other payment in your history uh, on time. Well, that's a great Payment history, definitely, <laughs> absolutely, that definitely helps. But if you have collections, if you have accounts that you simply stopped paying, stopped paying and they went uh, into, uh, uh, into a charge-off status, definitely that hurts you. Every single month is like getting a punch uh, in the neck with uh, the force of a Mike Tyson punch back in his uh, prime. Okay, um, it hurts. Definitely it does. So what can you do regarding the payment history? Well, you have to look at your credit. You, you have to check what lenders and credit card companies and, and, and any other uh, uh, company that reports is saying about you. Because if there is something wrong, you can dispute it. Okay, if there is something wrong about an account, and, and it is it, if a company is mistakenly saying that you're paying late every month, um, you can actually file a dispute, and there are ways to do it. Today, it is very easy. You don't have to pay anyone. If you if you go on the web, you will find a lot of information on the internet about how to properly dispute incorrect information. Now, if you try to dispute it and you do not know how to do it or simply you don't have the time, then certainly, yes, there are people that uh, work with companies that provide uh, credit services that they help you improve your credit. There's also a remedy in the courts. People sometimes uh, forget about it, but um, the Federal Debt Collection Practices Act says that credit has to be reported those credit events, they have to be reported accurately. And if they are not accurately reported, then you can actually file a lawsuit. There are attorneys that work specifically in those cases. And, and one of the big reasons that they work on, on those cases, those uh, consumer uh, credit uh, cases, uh, is because the law provides for attorney's fees. So it is a little bit easier for you to hire an attorney to file a dispute through the court system because at the end of the day, if they win the case, they will be able to collect attorney's fees from the, the party that injured you, 
okay, either the, the, the debt collector or the bank or whoever it is. And in those cases, it's almost like auto accidents, if you think about it. That's why you see so many commercials on the TV uh, about auto accidents, because at the end of the day, that lawyer will collect from an insurance policy in the case of an auto accident. Well, the same may happen with debts that are reported incorrectly. Of course, before you go to court, you need to try every other possibility. That should be the last resort because there's always litigation risk. Also, it takes time. Those cases are not necessarily solved quickly. Uh, and the same, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? So if you lose, you may end up paying attorney's fees. So you better have a good case. Um, so so that's not something I, I, I can tell you uh, that should be the last resort. But definitely, going back to, to the original point concerning payment history, that is an extremely important aspect, an extremely important, important element of your credit profile. If there's something wrong, you have to dispute it. And as we just discussed, there are many ways to do it. The other aspect uh, of your credit, the other element that is extremely important is credit util utilization. How you use your credit accounts for about 30% of your credit profile. So think about it. Payment history and credit utilization, that's about 65% of your credit score. So how you use your credit will be very important and there is a golden rule as we say that you should never use more than 30 percent of your available credit so that's why some people who always pay on time if they have their credit cards up to the max okay and they're using 90 percent or 95 percent of their available credit they may be stuck with a bad uh, credit score because they're using just too much it, it it doesn't lenders don't like when you're using too much credit because they see you as being risque okay and not in a good way so you you should try to lower the balances below 30 percent again so if you have ten thousand dollars of available credit and you're using nine thousand already of it uh, not only your monthly payments are high but you are um, you are using too much of that credit so that's why paying off those credit cards bringing their balances down below the 30 percent level it pays it is definitely something that will help you in the long run it will help you improve your credit and i have seen some lenders in in this housing market um, I, I send a client to, to a lender and then we get to talk about the possibilities. And I have heard some lenders tell me, Milton, if your client pays off a couple of accounts, the credit will increase substantially. And by the way, lenders have a way of somehow predicting, uh, how your credit will look under certain circumstances. So, so, so they can tell you they can actually tell you, hey, if you do this and you do that, your credit will go up to a certain level and you should be fine. You will qualify for better interest rates or you will qualify for a bigger purchase. So it is extremely important that if you can, and again, I know we are in the uncertain times of COVID-19 
And I know that uh, a lot of folks, even those that are still working, you know, cash is king in, uh, in a pandemic. So you may not want to use all of your cash to go pay your credit cards just because you want your credit score to look better. I get it. I get it. However, however, those who can lower their balances to below 30%, go ahead and do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it will help you improve your scores and it will help you obtain a better loan, a better product in the future. The other three aspects or the other three elements um, are important, but only cover about 35% of what the score is. The first is the length of your credit history. It is around 15%. The weight of, of that is about 15%. And the trend goes that um, the older your accounts, the better it is. The more points you get. Okay. So my advice to you is if you recently started your credit history, um, there's not a lot you can do about having a lengthy credit history. But if you've been around for a long time, I would say make sure that those old accounts, they are kept up to date. So if you opened a credit card that perhaps you don't use a lot, but you still have it and you opened it 10, 12 years ago, make sure you don't close it. You don't close the account, even if you know, pay it down perfectly. Keep it at zero balance. Use it every once in a while if you can, but keep it open because that will give that element of your credit a boost. Definitely having those older accounts will help you. The next one I want to talk about is um, new credit. It accounts for about 10% of your um, credit uh, score. And when I mean what I mean with new credit is that you have to be careful with inquiries because if you start uh, opening accounts or if you attempt to open accounts that lenders decide not to open them, that shows a little bit of perhaps desperation. It shows a little bit of uncertainty. That's why people have to be careful with hard inquiries. When you actually go to a store, you go to the mall, uh, not these days, but <laughs> when you go online and you try to open a new account, there's always a hard hit on your, uh, on your credit. And that by itself will not drop your credit score a lot. Okay. But if you go on a spree and you open, or you try to open 10, 12 accounts in a very short span of time, definitely that will be hurtful for your credit. The last element of, uh, of the credit history is credit mix. And it also accounts for about 10%. Um, what, what that means is that you should have a good mix of accounts in your credit. Not only installment accounts like car loans or mortgage loans and, and personal loans, but also revolving accounts like credit cards, for example. Uh, it is important to have that mix because it shows that, well, you can, uh, you, you can actually pay different types of accounts. So it is important to keep that uh, in mind. Uh, one point that I want to make, looking at all of those elements, the payment history, uh, how you use your credit, the length of your credit history, new credit, and the mix, the different uh, accounts, is that not knowing can hurt you. So I invite you to become knowledgeable about your credit. See, 
if one day you get up and you decide to go run a marathon, you will not do it unless you go to the doctor and get a checkup. The same thing I would hope you are doing after this quarantine if you gained a few pounds or more than a few because of course being home man just facing that fridge is always an issue because it's a temptation on the left on the right at the bottom everywhere but um if if you if you're obese and you want to lose weight i hope that you're going to the doctor before you do that so you get a checkup you look at your numbers you look at your health prior to making changes so with credit it's the same thing i'm not saying go to the doctor for that <laughs> but what I'm saying is check your credit so you know where you are, you know, what what elements are strong and and what elements need work. So it is important for you to check your credit before going into that marathon of applying for a loan. It is now free. It is now easy. There are services online, like, for example, one that most people will tell you credit karma okay those are good services that you can go and you can check they give you a ballpark number of where your credit score is it's not exact like uh, a mortgage lender would ask but definitely it will help you understand your challenges and will help you overcome those challenges and having good credit folks it's easier than what you may think I know, I know if you have a, a bad history of collections and judgments and, and accounts that you haven't paid, it is a problem. Those accounts will not disappear from your credit. I know I said, yes, if something is wrong, dispute it. But if the accounts are legit, I mean, if they're being reported the right way, you can dispute them 10 times and very likely 10 times they will come back. Okay, they, they will be in your credit report. Uh, so if they're legit, they will be chasing you. Now, you can do things like try to open new accounts that will give you a better history. Some people even think of bankruptcy. And I know bankruptcy is a touchy subject. Maybe uh, I'll, I'll bring a bankruptcy attorney into this show uh, one day and we can talk about it. But, um, you know, bankruptcy is always a possibility for someone who has too much debt uh, and someone who wants to start new. Uh, of course, bankruptcy varies state by state. There are certain exemptions. And of course, you may get relief from your debt, but you, but you will also lose everything you have. So there are things, you know, bankruptcy, again, touchy subject. Go talk to a lawyer uh, about that if you are even thinking of that possibility. But again, that's why it is important to protect your credit score in uncertain times. I hope you enjoyed this rundown of you know those general ideas. And if you have any questions, please give me a call. 407-443-3833. And check me out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Milton Realtor and facebook.com slash Real News Real Estate. I'll be happy to help. I'll be happy to engage. If I cannot help you, well, of course, I'll connect you with someone that knows how to uh, how to solve the problem. Well, I look forward to engaging with you soon. I look forward to the next episode of Real News on Real Estate. Thank you for being here, and we'll catch up soon.